Hello everybody, welcome to The College Kid. This is the seventh episode, my first group podcast with James Whitfield, Stephen Bean and Ben Aston. This was a really fun podcast, although it starts off pretty dark and morbid. It does pick up in the end. A couple of connection issues, but that's going to happen with a podcast. Uh, I'd like to thank you all for listening, your continued support once again. Hopefully I've got a couple of new guests coming on next week. I've got stuff in the pipeline, got things planned. But uh, yes, thank you for listening and I hope you enjoy. First, first arrival is Stephen Bean. Oh. Uh, James, oh Ben Aston is last. Hello. Hello, James. Can you see us? Yes, we can. Right, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Oh, I've run out of my juice already. I got some juice and then just drank it. <laughs> was that was that so you could um, moisten your vocal cords? <laughs> yeah, last time <laughs> my voice started going, you asked us a question. I was midway through coughing on mute. <laughs> going back. I didn't. I didn't get a drink. I'm not that prepared. Neither am I. I'm just built different. I can just. I just speak. You know. You just speak. <clears throat> right, we'll just have to wait for Ben then. How about you introduce your topic of uh, of liquids and? <laughs> <laughs> wait, no. I thought this was pretty smart, though. Like, I was just thinking, like, <laughs> you thought that. You, should, you, you should be able to live on yogurt and yogurt alone because it's a liquid and a food all in one. <laughs> but no, because it doesn't have the key nutrients that are needed for survival. Like what? Like, like meat. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get a meat but, yogurt? I don't. I wouldn't need it to be honest. <laughs> I don't know if you. That sounds it, disgusting. I don't want it. But what if you got yogurts with bits in? Would that help? Do you think as well? Can get yogurts with bits in. Yeah. Nice well, so our final, that. our final guest arrived. Oh. Last but not least, obviously. Well, we don't know about that. Yeah, it's debatable. <laughs> I'm sure we're all we're all buddies here. No. Yeah, so I've known them. every single one of these people, James, Stephen, and Ben, since secondary school. Stephen and Ben I've known since infant school. Yeah, we're the we're the OGs. Well, <laughs> yeah, not me. Sorry. No. And um, this podcast was supposed to start exactly an hour ago. And we were 58 <laughs> minutes late. But the important thing is that we're here now and we're, we're on our way for a successful podcast as James opened uh, about yogurts and surviving off yogurt and yogurt only. Because yogurt is just saying, it seems It seems doable. Same with soup. <laughs> Soup's a good shower. It's I both. I, I like if you were thirsty, like... you could just drink some soup. No, but that's actually you actually got a point though, because you have like you have like these people who like sit sit in survival bungers, but well, they don't do it. But they have like their prepared survival bunger, and it's just like full of soup. So yeah, soup and beans. <laughs> 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 just eating eating beans. That's all they do. I could do that. To be fair, I think I... if it if it came down way, I don't think I could. I think I just like go outside or just like shoot myself if I had to eat beans every single day for like beans are nice. <laughs> what are you doing? Yes, I don't like beans. Beans are. I think it'd be so 
That'd be so great having a family member who'd do that though. Who's just got like a bunker in the garden just full of beans in case something bad happened and they needed to go. (laughs) 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 What what do you mean technically? (laughs) Go on. Technically, if I just built a bunker and then my family went in it, then that would be a bunker full of beans, wouldn't it? <laughs> technically, you are right. Oh, I, I can't agree. That was the technically. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I even, yeah. It was not a right joke, you know. I'll. I'll uh, that's my opinion. Since our last podcast, Stephen actually managed to pass his driving test as well. Yeah, so I did. A bit nervous. So, but an update, all he has squads rolling up to. Uh, comment Ethan. on it. What on my on my podcast? I think they can send voice messages if they want oh, to. Just just a voice message if everyone's in pog. No abuse though. Cause <laughs> I'll be on you. Yeah, we'll send Stephen round. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, so be careful. Yeah, you passed yours like the right time though. Yeah, I know because um, it was um, a couple two of days, days before lockdown. And uh, I actually, yeah. when I was booking my test, I had the choice of booking it. Uh, so after I passed my theory test, which was in like September, I had the choice of booking it for like the third of November or like the twentieth or something. And I was like, oh, I should be fine for the third, and I'm. Um, Pretty happy I did that now. Yeah. Did you get any minors? I got two minors, but you know. Well, that's minor faults. Just to confirm, that's minor faults. <laughs> yeah. Pick up any minor <laughs> children. <laughs> yeah. you know, you <laughs> or like any people digging what underground. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got one because uh, my stopping. Stopping distance between me and a vehicle in front was a bit small, which you know is fair enough. But I mean, it's it like a it's not like the only time. My my logic was I I didn't only stop behind like one vehicle, so it was obviously just like a one time mistake thing. So that was right. And then yeah. the last one was at the end of the test, we did the uh, reverse bay park, and I did it a bit wonky, so I got oh. the chance to adjust. And if I didn't, I would have failed. So we do take this. Right, then that's good. Did you have a driving instructor, or did I had an exam one of your family members? Just... Well, I had, no, no, like, I had an instructor. Like I had lessons. Yeah. Who'd you go with? I had uh, an instructor called Andy from uh, I'll Be Driving, and he's a good lad. Oh no. Uh, very, mm-hmm. very patient, which I appreciate because sometimes I'm a bit slow. So, yeah, it was very good, very informative. I couldn't be a driving instructor. I would just get. Don't know, that's a lot of responsibility. I did go out with my dad as well. I had about 30 hours with my instructor, and then I went out with my mum my mm. and my dad in a bit, especially during lockdown, when you could go out. Not like major lockdown, yeah. but, like, but it was in the summer, so mm-hmm. yeah, all good. Yeah, just trying to keep like yourself, like, what do you call it, like, just do it regularly so you don't yeah, lose exactly. any of it. Consistency. Go back. Yeah. yeah, that's my problem. I was kind of just getting started, and I was going kind of further, and then it's just stopped. So I don't know where I'll be when it comes back. 
if that's in a month's time or God knows when it'll be. I don't think it'll be in a month's time, to be honest. I think no. it'll be. It'll, it'll, it'll take that a couple of days after and then be like, oh, yeah, you're uh, not meeting most of your family at Christmas. I wish to just say that now because I don't think it's going to be any different. Um, it kind of gets people's hopes up a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. To be fair... It's just like... Go on, Drew. No, carry on, carry on. To be fair, one of the graphs they used, I saw, like, the Telegraph posted out the data was false. Like, the curve they increased, it was, like, not as steep as it was when Boris did his speech. Oh. So Boris was lying? I don't know if he was lying, or apparently they got the information wrong, that it was a technical Uh, mishap or something. It might actually be better, right? If the graph was lower, oh, yeah, it was better because yeah, yeah. and you know, you're preparing for the worst. Again. Prepare for the worst, hope for the best. What you can do? Yeah, doesn't it also make people like? Obviously, I know they shouldn't be lying, but if he has, I'd, I'm not, I'm not seeing his eye. But if there have been, like, let's just make the numbers a little bit higher to worry people a bit more. Yeah, would that not make people go inside a bit more and just stay because if the numbers are bad, everyone kind of wants to go out for Christmas. Well, in theory, yeah, I, don't know I, theory. Like. I mean. It, the sad truth is that no matter what rules you put in place, there's always going to be people that don't obey them. Yeah, no matter That's what. That's why we have to have a second lockdown. Fines right? and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was £200 fines, wasn't there? Double the fines, and people were still going out. Like, <clears throat> flat above my sister at uni, they had to pay a big fine. I think it was ten grand in total, I think their fine was, because they were having a party and the police got called. So... That's crazy, because like, if you think about yeah. it, a year of, like, tuition is nine grand yeah. most of the time. The max, I think the max for undergraduates, 9,250. So they have to pay mm-hmm. more than the max you can pay for a year yeah, of tuition. You have to pay for another university. year of uni. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I don't know if it was just the people who owned the flat that were in trouble, but obviously they caught people in there, and I think the total was around 10 grand. And some people had already ran away from the police. So the police wow. couldn't get everyone's details and stuff down. So God knows how many people it was, but they got it. it literally all happened from a noise complaint, and then yeah, found loads of people in there just doing what they wanted. I just don't really get it though. In Northumbria, it like, was bad. I don't know about you, but I'd rather like not do anything for like a few weeks and then be able to do everything as normal. Yeah, I'm the same. Rather than just, but not like, everyone thinks like yeah, that, and that's annoying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, I'd rather do that. I'd rather be like, yes, it's going to be just shit for a few weeks or whatever, or a few months, as it's turned out to be. But well, we, the numbers were going down in August, in late June, early August. And then they went back up again once people went back to school and stuff. And I feel that's what's, that's what's brought the numbers back up, is you put a 1,000 people in one bill, and of course there's going to be cases, because all of them have been with different people. And all of their family members have been with different people, so the kind of the branch of people that goes from them thousand at school is like, do you know what I mean? Tens of thousands of people. Exactly. Our first week back in sixth form, uh, the first day back is a year sevens go back, like two or three days early. On the Monday, there had already been a COVID case. Yeah, they'd been back like three days. Yeah, so it's like straight away, and it's like to say they put them in their own bubbles and stuff, but like. Certain six forms have put like 40, 50 people in the classroom. Like the classrooms have gotten higher numbers in. Yeah, we've got like, I think it's like 60 in our sixth form. And we're all in mm-hmm. one bubble, but it doesn't really, doesn't really work. No, it's just like 100, man. 
Yeah. If you include your 12 on your 30, there's like 40, 60 for, for each. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and there's less tables. But it's like, even it. <laughs> and it's like, even the media department where me and Matthew were at college, there's a few people have had that. Is there about six or seven have had that so far, Matthew, haven't they? Yeah, there's. Um, that number, isn't it? This, like one of our teachers, both of our teachers have pretty much had to isolate uh, separate times because of um, being in contact with someone who's had COVID. One of our teachers has had to uh, be tested twice and the other one was isolating, I think, this week and possibly a bit of next week as well. I don't yeah. know. What, they might return just in time for our lesson, but the one thing that's... Uh, that's been good and come out with this lockdown is uh, my podcast, obviously the the number one thing ever. It's um, been the best result of this pandemic and lockdown. Um, in case you don't know right now, the United Kingdom is in another four week lockdown, possibly. And I personally think that will be extended and we won't be able to do much uh, Christmas and new year because otherwise really you're just wasting time. Because if you allow, if you end lockdown before Christmas, then you got people traveling. People will travel anyway to their family and friends at Christmas, and then in New Year they'll do the same. So I think it's like going one step forward and two steps back with the timing of this lockdown. They should have done it a couple of weeks earlier, or done the circuit breaker, but instead, no. Mm-hmm. Now we're in a longer lockdown, heading to the most, uh, the busiest time of the year, really. Yeah, and. I feel like people are going to be upset that they're going to be stuck, but there's nothing you can really do, and this year's just going to have to be forgotten, I think. And maybe half of next year, by by the sound of things, I wouldn't be surprised if it gets to the summer of next year and kind of nothing's really changed much and we're still in masks and we still have to distance and stuff. Like, I hope it gets better, but I can't see it getting better anytime soon. If we've got similar numbers to supposedly was like in April last year, and it's going to get worse, then it's going to be another six months. <laughs> six months from now, it's nearly in the summer. So. Well, I think it all went wrong with the introduction of allowing people to go on holiday still. Yeah. I guess I just, yeah. like, I, I wouldn't want to go on holiday now. <laughs> no. Like, I, I mean, we didn't have any plans anyway, but it. I just don't think, like, if I had a holiday booked, I probably still wouldn't go for it. Mm-hmm. It's like it's just worrying, isn't it? Like going on a plane and stuff with all these other people and going to a different country, and it's like I wouldn't. I feel like a lot of people have decided to stay in the UK to go on their holidays, and that was a lot of people travelling around. Which I mean, it's it's allowed, though, isn't it? If the government allows it, people are going to do it. Like people do stuff anyways, even if the government's told you not to. I mean, do they still have the so like uh, two week isolation thing when you go abroad? Yeah, I think so. I think it's dependent on so, the country. Like, even still, you went yeah. abroad and you'd have to wait, like, the whole holiday to do anything. <laughs> I think they'll have, like, cornered off bits, I think. I don't know how it works. I think Spain had, like, certain beaches and stuff that were only for people in Britain. Um, so, kind of, you could do whatever you wanted there because everyone's going back to the same country. I don't know how it works, to be honest. Like, having a clue. I've not done it too much. Well, we all know that COVID disappears after 10 p.m. anyway, so... Yeah, that's a problem. Do you know what I mean? The, the times have changed. 
and I don't think COVID's realised. <laughs> yeah, we're just referencing the fact that pubs were forced to close um, at 10pm. The idea was COVID goes away after 10. So, it's, it's yeah, I yeah. think there's just so many, there's so many rules now and everything's changing and talking of things changing, the election, it looks like Joe Biden is going to win in the USA. Uh, yeah. I think it's, I don't know, I'm going to go over to Nevada myself and start counting the votes soon because it's taken <laughs> like four days for anything to kind of, any progress to be made. Like, there's a live stream and I don't know which bit Nevada was in. It wasn't in um, Las Vegas or anything like that. It wasn't in like a big county. But there's only like four people counting the ballots and they all went home at like eight. So I'm not telling them to count through the nights, but if there's only four people counting, probably count a bit more. Ballots for whole county, it's obviously going to take them. Yeah, it's like <clears throat> it's all voluntary, though, isn't it? So I mean, it's all going to go tits up in a in a couple of days' time once he gets elected, though, because Trump's going to go to the court and whatnot. Because he's just going to he's not going to accept defeat. He's just going to think he's going to win, and that everything's rigged against him if it doesn't go his way. And do you have any evidence? No, because he's like sounds like fraud on It's fraudulent because he's not winning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. His tweets are scary, man. He treats some really bizarre things. Without any evidence? Yeah, he just kind of just believes everything's against him. Like, I don't think he won it. I don't think he got nominated for an Emmy. I think he. I think he made a documentary. I don't know what it was, but he did something, and it didn't get nominated for an Emmy. And he said the Emmys were rigged against him. So. And that was that was that was a few years ago. I think it was in the two thousands. So like, if he's got that mentality that he's this perfect person, and that no one's obviously going to do a better job than him, he just won't be able to accept defeat. And it's if he finds evidence, then fair enough. But he can't just do it without evidence. Like, yeah, he can. He could be able to do a kind of big thing behind closed doors or not, or whatnot, and not make a scene of it. But he won't do that, will he? If he wants to make a scene of it, he will. But wasn't the 2016 election rigged by the Russians, though? Didn't the Russians have something to do with it? I think I remember hearing something like that. Yeah, it was said there was there was some shady stuff going on. But there always is. That's the thing with these these big things. Yeah. People don't realise, like, you know, where there's money or where there's power, there will be big companies that are, are wanting to be a yeah, part of it. It is not just like, behind, like, like a white yeah. sort of, this is what's happening, this is what's yeah. going to happen. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff's rigged, like stuff that's going on, in, especially in Poland now, with a massive big like abortion law changes and kind of all these protests. This all started off a leg off an election that a lot of people thought was rigged, um, and it's like I thought Russia. I thought in Russia you could only be a leader for nine years, but Putin's been in for God knows how long. Like I don't know how it works. And there's stuff, there's stuff going on with Russia and there's definitely stuff going on with Poland for kind of how it's been elected and stuff because the person in Poland, I forgot what his name was, he got elected and loads of these big changes have been made that have kind of made the country go back to kind of just after the, like, just after Soviet, the disbanded from the Soviet Union. So, like, it's strange. It's strange. I think that part of... The parts of Europe, like that, are necessarily not visited by by people like the British, tend to be a bit 
I wouldn't say it's shady, but, like, you do wonder if there's anything going on there, and, like, you know, because there's been conflict in places of uh, Eastern Europe, like, in, in Bosnia, yeah. and, I mean, let's, let's be honest, politics isn't my uh, strong point, I don't think it's anyone's strong point, it's kind of boring, but sometimes, yeah. you, you know, you do got to, you have to keep in keep yeah. ahead of these things, because next thing you know, you got Boris Johnson leading your country, and fucking up loads of people's lives it's not like we yeah, can do anything I mean, about it but it's like, good to know what is happening <laughs> yeah I feel like in this country no matter who kind of gets elected it's not going to change our lives drastically unless kind of student fees were scrapped or reduced or anything like that. that's the only way I can see it changing because like short term though it's not going to make like they might introduce yeah. something that won't affect they us yet maybe... but then will come yeah, into play yeah they could Mm-hmm. Like a bump up minimum wage. That's kind of the only things that I can see taking immediate effect with some of us. Like, I could decrease minimum wages. I don't well. know. I don't <laughs> like you... Yeah. wage is a weird one, though, isn't it? Because it's like it's the law to pay someone at least this much, but then you could just decrease the law. <laughs> That's true. And it's like. I think the minimum wage for someone who's under eighteen is four thirty-five or four fifty-five. I think it was four thirty-five, and they bumped it up yeah. a year ago or so. Um, but it's still it's it's still not a lot for someone who's under eighteen, especially if they might have to look after someone yeah. in their house, like especially like for young carers and stuff. If this isn't taken into account, and this isn't me working and trying to just be greedy and get more money, this is gen this is genuine problem. Like. I'm I'm fortunate enough to not have to be in a situation like that, but if you've got a big chain company, they're not going to pay people much, and they're going to try and want to employ as many under eighteen as possible because they just pay them not much. Like you'd rather get someone who's under eighteen in that you pay four thirty five an hour than someone who's over eighteen who you'll have to pay. Do you know what I mean? Like eight something, eight pounds something yeah. an hour. Or six pounds something an hour. I think it gets to when you're eighteen, and then when you're twenty-one, it changes again. It's changing as you get older. I think. It's all just money, really. Like but it's just it's, like it's essentially what the world is based on a lot of the time. Yeah, money, politics, and religion. Yeah, I think, and they cause the most wars, the most arguments, the most conflict, and they're the things that the world. And runs it just on, always has been like that. Though. Which is like, just that's the weird thing. Yeah. Uh huh. Like. I'm not. I'm not religious, because I just feel like it's extremely like problematic, in just the sense that a lot of stuff happens. Like the stuff that's happened in France, I'm not picking a side or anything. I'm just kind of staying neutral. But that has happened because of religion. Someone has d- disrespected someone's religion. Someone who is obviously from the religion that feels as if it's been disrespectful. Obviously, picture an Allah. Like there's no photos at all of Allah, and you shouldn't be. You shouldn't well, show I don't them, get about religion, is, but he didn't. It, it's like die. when the base, like like for example, terrorist attacks and stuff, and they'll say like, "Well, I was killing someone for my religion." But I have never seen a religion that's like you must kill people. In fact, most no. religions are like and don't that's... kill people. <laughs> so it's just never really made sense yeah. to me. And obviously, it's just like an excuse to kill someone, but I've never seen how that could like remotely be believable. Yeah, it's kind of just, I feel like they'll use it as, like, 
a thing to lure them in and they'll just brainwash and radicalise them to the point of where they just think like, yes, it's all in the name of religion. I feel that, that that's kind of a thing, obviously, with people who radicalise people in this country and have them over and it kind of starts with religion because you're extremely religious and a lot of people will do anything for their religion yeah. and no matter what religion it is, people will be faithful to that religion and they brainwash that and be like, well, if you don't do this, you don't love your religion and you're not faithful and stuff like that. I feel like it starts out with religion, but it's not for religious reasons sometimes. Yeah, there's definitely some there's some sort of discrepancies in religion because the idea is, I think the, the general idea is that people just sort of add little bits along in history of like a, mm. a certain faction of a religion and therefore just use it to their advantage. So like yeah. Islam, for example, is such a, a massive religion, but these terrorists, what they did was just create their version of Islam that is that differs from the main version of yeah. Islam and then claim mm-hmm. it as the only version of Islam. And yeah, I agree. Th- you see, this is the problem. The amount of all these rich people in you know countries that want to add power and all that ended up fucking over the rest of the world like that's that's what tends to happen to some degree mm. someone gets greedy or wants more power or just believes a lie or just lies themselves to make an excuse to invade another place or bomb another place and then they get angry and then hate the rest of the world and next thing you know you've got terrorist attacks that's yeah, the, um, that's- mm-hmm. simple simple way of putting it but going back to your to the minimum wage for just a second like it just goes to show the when if you really think about it, like four, four and a half quid, let's say I know it's not that exactly, but an hour. Like if you think about what some people are earning, like uh, football players here in the UK, or even just like if you think of Jeff Bezos, like he makes mm-hmm. a billion a day easy. Yeah. Like if you think what he could do by just dis- b- distributing that wealth, it would. It kind of blows your mind. Like you could. You can't really picture a billion it's such dollars. A, it's such a weird thing, though, having, no. like... Because, uh, obviously, you'd think the solution would be, well, just, you know, distribute all the money in the world evenly. You know, so everyone has the same amount. That, that, but that, that then that decreases well. the value of the currency. If everyone has the same amount, then mm-hmm. it's really yeah. not worth anything. That's, that, in my opinion, isn't a way to go, because you've seen what's happened in Russia, and you've seen... I think Cuba's the communist country... Like, you've seen how many people have died due to similar stuff like communism where everyone's kind of the same and everyone gets the same wage. Like, if you're a trained heart surgeon getting paid the same as someone who's just doing a retail job or something, then you're obviously not going to want to be a heart surgeon and spend all that time training to become one when you can get paid the same as, let's like, essentially, I think they're classified as lower skill workers. Because let's be honest, being a heart surgeon would be hard or doing anything that's kind of like that. You would just be like, well, I may as well just do this, and then there'd be no skilled jobs left. Yeah, and no one would want to work hard. And I feel like it kind of has to balance somewhere because no one, can get, not everyone, can get paid the same. Because, like you said, it devalues the currency, and the kind of the work ethic of people would just decrease rapidly, and no one would want to work to get paid the same person who's next door to them in the same house who's got a completely different job that doesn't require the same I mean like ideally people want jobs that are like easy jobs you know easiest jobs for the highest pay less work for more pay is what you want 
but then there's some jobs yeah. like you said that are the same pay but are actually less work or more work and then that that is another thing mm. that creates sort of like well you know why am i getting not why am i not getting as paid as much for example you know with with say like a surgeon so it's a it's it's a very tricky world really when it comes to making yeah. everyone happy because i mean you can't you just can't make everyone happy no I also feel like a lot of the lower paid jobs maybe aren't necessarily high skilled, but they are hard working and you will need to work hard with them. A lot of them because a lot of retail jobs is kind of just demand constantly not be busy. And do you know what I mean? You, you're, you're working hard, but you get no pay. And I feel like that's what kind of people think is that, well, I work hard in this job. So I should get paid the same. And you might be working as hard as the other person, but it's just one of them unfortunate circumstances where you won't, you're not getting paid the same. And if you feel like you should get paid the same, it just, it just can't work. Like not everyone can get paid the same. Yeah. I think, um, in an ideal world, you'd, you'd want people, no matter how hard the work is, as long as they enjoy the work, then surely that's the main thing. Uh, but yeah. everybody, like the human instinct would say, well, look, um, they're working in a garage. I'm trying to hold a company together here and I'm not getting anything. But mm-hmm. I'd also say the main problem with that sort of society is that you're always going to get people who are actually earning more than you. You're going to get people who know the right people and just people who flat out steal money um, yeah. from like the top of society. Like It's kind of like now in the present day how you get um, banks giving out bonuses to... Uh, you know, all the all the workers are like some people are like, Oh yeah, I got a Maserati as a bonus, you know. Meanwhile there's people who, who have to go rely on food banks. And um Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately that's just how the world kind kind of is and although it is good to know about how, how these things truly work, sometimes you just gotta kinda of block it and be a bit close minded and get on with your own your own life because otherwise you'd spend too much time worrying about all the bad, nasty things that are going on in the world. Like uh Yeah. What what you presented to the class the other day at college, and uh, yeah, yeah, that that wasn't that wasn't nice. Do you want to explain like, that to everyone? Um, yeah. So in college, we kind of had a, a a task to do where we had to search up a thing called a video nasty or something similar, which was basically in the eighties. The band a load of movies, um, all at once. I think it was seventy two movies. The band, um, because of kind of content they had in them, that was deemed bad at the time and basically these videos the unedited versions and unchanged versions were getting sold just like on the black market or whatnot and kind of just in cash it wasn't sold online or in big big stores or anything like that and there was a couple which kind of struck us as a bit disturbing like the one that i decided to do was a 76 minute it quoting it quoted a documentary of just footage of people essentially dying like that was it. I didn't want to watch anything, but it had a on Wikipedia it had a description of what happened, and I think the only one that didn't involve a death was an evil Knievel crash, and the rest of them was kind of just like stadiums collapsing. There was autopsies getting done, and there was just like no kind of context to them whatsoever, and it's just like just disturbing. And it was kind of just like people would watch this for fun, and I feel like all like the people who've made it, and I feel like that that kind of creeped us out a little bit. How there's people who were like. That's fine. 
Yeah, that is is very disturbing. The thing is, as well, I actually did a bit more research into this. um, And that doesn't mean just watching it. Although I did watch, I watched some of it because I thought, you know, James James presented it. I had to watch it. It, it, You know, it was, I'm doing ongoing research here for my project by watching it and also uh, getting disturbed. But um, the main thing is that this is actually not only now collectible, because you know how people are, as soon as something is banned yeah. or risky or certain amount of copies, it's like when you see limited edition things on telly or whatever, buy now. It's like people just constantly want to go get these things. And um, the f- I think the first one, the first one's on YouTube. Um, it's called Traces of Death. But then I'm pretty sure there's like five yeah. of them. And this yeah, came about in a, um, I think the guy was a, a teacher, one of the guys who made them. And, like, he got this compilation and he he showed these, like, he showed it to some people in a classroom in a school. He just, like, forced them to watch it. One of them, like, tried to get out of the room and he just, like, locked the door and just said, no, sit here and watch it. Which, you know, if that if that's, like, the attitude of, A, a teacher, first of all, do background checks. Second of all, mm-hmm. you know, like, when you're actually forcing someone to watch stuff like that. Like, it was on YouTube. It, it had, like, the... the you know, when you get the warning saying this content might be disturbing for some yeah. viewers. Mm-hmm. It had that kind of uh, warning on it. It was just like, nowadays you do get websites of these things. And, you know, there was, I've, I have seen worse, but at the same time, like, I didn't watch all of it. I watched about like a few minutes of it and I decided like, just look elsewhere. <laughs> you know, think of some, some yeah. better things. Because... It, it was classed as a, a shockumentary, I believe. That's yeah. like an actual... If you search shockumentary, you'll just get like lists and like Wikipedia of just all these all these random films. And, and I wouldn't even call them... I just call them media because it's not really a film because it's just like... No, there's nothing creative about it. Yeah, exactly. And some some people do, unfortunately, some weird people do like love watching those sorts of things and i think you just draw the line at an actual like movie like a horror movie like uh, if it's a, mm-hmm. a gory horror movie you know how can that not be enough it's it's well, that's the thing though, with like a horror movie it's not like, real is it like yeah it's still people getting killed but like no, an yeah, actual you know actual real. footage of actual people getting killed like why would you want to watch that though i don't see mm-hmm. any enjoyment yeah. in that <laughs> and you think yeah and then people have got families, exactly. do you know what I mean? And they've got loved ones. Whereas on these films, do you know what I mean? They, they lie dead in the ground and it goes cut and they stand up and they're all happy and whatnot because the scenes went well. But it's like they've got they've got family, they'll have kids and stuff like that. And it's like, it's, you know, it's just one of them things where it's just scary. Like, does anyone know about Luca Magnotta and kind of what happened with him? I have so not he did, heard of this. Um, so I watched a documentary where what happened was one of these on one of these websites, you know, whatever these gory websites where people get killed. I've not seen the video, and I don't want to say it. Um, it. Was basically someone posted a video of two kittens getting stuck in a put in a bag, and then vacuum sealed, and just they died. And it was quite strange to see because in the documentary, I watched a load of people had a neg- really negative reaction to that where they were like, well, why is someone killing animals? And I feel like they're fine watching humans get killed, but as soon as it comes to these two furry animals, it's, like, completely different. And he ended up killing a Chinese student and sending his body parts to the Canadian government. Oh, my God. Was that the 
don't fuck with cats thing because yep. I never yeah, watched yeah. that. Like I just never got onto it because at the time I didn't have Netflix. But I did that. You know things like on Netflix like that. You know true crime things, whether it be something mm-hmm. about prisons, um, it could be you know a murderer, whatever. Some confession tips. They always seem to be trending when they get released, and I did. That was a craze for a couple of weeks. A lot of people watched it, Um, but I didn't watch it. But yeah, I do agree with you. Um, There's this weird thing about animals, and rightly so. I think it's you know Mm -hmm. it's awful seeing anything really really killed. Uh, Apart from if it's you know if if something gets injured, you have to put out your misery. I think that's the only exception really. It's like if something got hit by a car, let's say. You know, better mm. to than to be in suffering, but at the same time, there's there is this weird thing with animals again going back to traces of death. Although I don't really want to, but um, going on about it, it was they had section of animals again. I didn't even reach that part, but you know, just reading the comments because that's what you do on on YouTube videos. If there's a yeah. scary YouTube video, a YouTube video, you don't really that's a bit unnerving. Just read the comments. That's the best thing to do. I used to do that yeah. watching um, when watching people play horror games. I used to read the comments. Mm. I was too scared to watch it full screen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, these but just like... these videos are, are crazy. And that guy should probably get sent to prison. I don't know what happened to him, but like apparently there was like spin-off versions of of those like shockumentaries that are just way mm. worse. It's like extreme versions of that, and it's like, how can you get an extreme version of a of a bad death? Yeah. yeah. Like, what is what is the extreme version? It's more than one. <laughs> I mean, it's like, don't look it up. By the way, that's it. This is to any viewers, unless you want nightmares or anything like that. Curiosity gets the better of people sometimes. Yeah, that's true. Like that's true. I feel like if you've kind of seen it and you're kind of just curious of what it is. And you see it and you're like, well, I've seen that now, let's just stop it. I feel like people are curious in that kind of way, but I've only met one person who kind of watches them voluntarily and is like, yeah, this is something that I'd enjoy. Which is really strange because I don't really think you should be numb to that kind of stuff. And that, Unless your kind of life has been surrounded by stuff like that. Like, death. like let's just say your parents are undertakers or something like that. Like, and all... And you live somewhere where there's a mortuary nearby and stuff. That's fine, but when you're just looking up stuff on the internet, and it's constant just death, 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 and watching people die, that that is that that scares us. To be to be fair, because it's like if they think that's fine and that's a normal thing to kind of watch because they get enjoyment out of it, then what kind of goes on in their head sometimes? I'm just surprised, like. I mean, there's there's having collections of that kind of thing, and there's uploading videos. But the fact of when that was released, they managed to put all of that stuff onto a DVD. It's like there's a there's a sort of a gap of time between putting all that together, and then and then deciding you know what I'm going to burn this on a disc. Now I'm going to mass yeah. produce this disc. And then we're going to add a mm-hmm. we're going to add a nice video cover here and a, a nice introduction and. We're gonna have a uh, all bright colours on the on the DVD, and then we're gonna then we're actually gonna sell it and make a website around it. And let, let, let's sell it. <laughs> it's like there's so many steps yeah. where you could drop out and decide. Let's stop it there. You know what? I think we've had our fun. We should we should really cancel this. Let's move on to another project. Maybe I should do some drawings or something. And no one's just like, no. oh yeah, let's let's sell this. Let's give it a nice title. Yeah, let's get people it. definitely want to see it. You know, it's just 
Yeah, exactly. Like, just yeah. spread the joy. Hey, this is to all the fans of people getting killed. Watch this. Uh-huh. And it's it was it's it seemed to be extremely popular. Like, it was one of the most popular kind of band films that when I searched it up, which is quite scary. That's one of the most popular ones. The only one that was similar to it was called Not Seen on TV, which was made in 1998, I think, a few years afterwards. And that was just scenes of violence. And that was kind of like, from the description, that was like riots and stuff like that that were happening in the street fights. There was no killing in that, but that was the only thing that was similar and it was nowhere near extreme. But it's just stuff like snuff films. Snuff films are now... Or it'll just be a thing. I don't know how long they've been a thing, but I feel that was that would have started to gain popularity in the nineties, and it's just gonna get more and more popular because there's people who like who enjoy watching snuff films, and then there's people who make snuff films, which I just think's crazy. And there's people like that just walking around. Yeah, you probably pass some of them in in public, and uh, there's there's always those sorts of those sorts of films that like definitely hit hit different to anybody who's just like never seen them before like i can only imagine back in the 90s when that was released the internet wasn't really a thing um mm. and unless you see one of those one of those unfortunate things happening firsthand then you wouldn't really have any experience of it and it would be quite unnerving but they're like nowadays there's there's websites on like the dark and you know the deep web whatever you want to call it and that's like it's always been great mystery around if they actually exist, and the fact like the internet is is so unexplored. Really, I think it's only like it might be a fifth of the websites on the internet are uh, on the public web. Yeah, the rest are on the deep web. So you got to think there's probably a good chance that those sorts of things do go on. Whilst you're checking, you know, Twitter or something, there could be something like that going on in some random country, getting live streamed. I mean, there's, there's been movies and documentaries about that type of thing going on and all sorts of theories. But again, it all goes back to the point of how crazy some people are. Yeah, that's the thing. And it especially worries me when there's kind of, I mean, it, it worries me at any age, but I feel like it's definitely worries me the most when there's people our age because a lot of people our age are so young and impressionable. Mm-hmm. And it kind of makes what we like, on well, the, that could be me. You know what I mean? On the, the, that's sort of yeah, really yeah. Like, very strange. Mm-hmm. That that is just some random person that do you know what I mean that has been yeah. filmed, been murdered, and tortured, and it's just scary because like I think I've explained this before to a couple of people that when I was a lot younger, like twelve, thirteen, I kind of used to watch all these feminist cringe compilations and stuff like that yeah. on YouTube. I don't know if anyone was the same, and I used to watch Ben Shapiro a lot, and I was kind of surrounded by similar minded people which was extremely toxic it was like for some reason i had a problem with everyone who kind of wanted equality i was like well no like i don't know why do you know what i mean and then i'm, I'm not i'm not the same now do you know what i mean i'm kind of the opposite do you know what i mean equality is great <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of... <laughs> sorry i'm just picturing you as like a radicalized teenager <laughs> essentially i was like it's one of them scary things, and that's something like that. So imagine how easy it would be for someone of a similar age to get into stuff like that and be desensitized to it and be like, "Well, I I, I want to get the thrill of," because people people might watch them to enjoy, or people might watch them for a thrill. It's kind of like um, adrenaline rush, conspiracy theories, that you know kind of I mean? thing. Like, you know, there'll be people that just don't believe them, 
at all. Mm. And then, you know, one, one day you'll watch like one video on something. And then you'll watch another video on something. And then all of a sudden you start thinking, well, maybe that is real. Maybe that is what actually, like, for example, the Flat Earth Society. I don't want to bring them up because, I mean, come on. But yeah. Yeah. You've brought them up now. You've got to go like, down the rabbit hole. You know, they, they, didn't, they weren't born believing that the Earth is flat because that's not what you're taught, right? And you're taught no. fact. And so no. it, 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 it's just straight fact. <laughs> yeah. And then you start seeing Legendary. things that are like, well, what if it isn't? And then you think, well, no, it isn't. It can't be. There's, there's theories to say that it isn't. And it's like, well, I want to believe yeah. that, so I'm going to believe that. Mm-hmm. And then that's how you get different views, and then yeah, it, it mm-hmm. leads off to bigger things. Anyone got their own conspiracy yeah, theories that they believe in? I don't think the oh, Earth is we're, flat, going, we're but, going here, Ben. Uh, we're going aliens, down this yeah, rabbit hole. I believe in aliens, or not not specifically like you know alien aliens, be... but like other life forms, other life forms, other life forms on different planets. It's what I believe in. I think it is. I, I would say it's a conspiracy theory. I guess. I guess it's, it's a theory. It's not been proven either way. Right. If anyone's, mm-hmm. if anyone's got theories, right, just think right now to yourself, and we'll we'll go in order. We'll we'll have this organized, and you can present the theory, and then we'll ask <laughs> questions. We're, if we're going down this rabbit hole, we need to go down it professionally and correctly. Okay, well, I'm uh, I'm claiming I'll, aliens. I'll go first, but... unless anybody's uh, burning to go first. Right, I'll you can claim aliens. I don't really have anything. I'm just a bit boring. I just wanted to see if anything else, anyone else had anything. Uh, hey, you hey. can think. You can think. Or just or, tell a nice story. Or, or conspiracy theories that ben you here. don't agree with. Yeah, there you go, Ben. You can think of something oh. daft. And as for James, um, James, you've got lots of lots of theories. Um. I can come back to you. I guess I'll just go with the moon landing. That's for sure. The moon landing. That's kind of the... the, As in, it's fake or real? I think the theory is that it's fake. Uh, Which one do you think? Because it happened. Or did it? Right. And what's your your argument? I think it's fake. It just has to be. there's, There's loads of evidence to suggest that it's fake. And a lot of people who are kind of credible. Like... I mean, Alex Jones. A lot of the stuff that he said in podcasts and stuff has been fact-checked, and it's it's all it's all right what he said. Like, I think Joe Rogan made a statement on the latest podcast. I've not watched it, but he went after the podcast and fact. fact he did. He fact-checked everything he said. He's like, it's all true. He's all got sources and stuff for it. So I mean, right. I will right. say, having watched the podcast, they didn't talk about the moon landing. They didn't. No, but they have spoken about other stuff. But He's addressed the moon landed as well, so I feel like he does. He's not. He's not an idiot. So he knows what he's talking about, and he does his research. So I feel that that's. See, that's I think the moon landing is real, but maybe that's just me. I mean, I it agree. Is, but I think it is real because it, it's such a like, it's such a world <sighs> cast thing. You know what I mean? Like, it would be such a weird thing to just you know not be true. It was over like f- it was like fifty years. Yeah, ago, I guess so. which is a bit weird when you like think about the technology. It was like fifty years ago, but it is nothing. So, well, yeah, but you do realize like 
there's a lot of technology going a bit Alex Jones here. There is a lot of technology that we don't know about that was yeah. going on back then that seems brand new to us now. But like you don't know yeah. what is actually being produced in, in some places like in Area 51 or any, any secret base there. As I dropped my Xbox controller on the floor there. Apologies. <laughs> That's my new conspiracy theory. Xbox controllers Take can't fall damage. stay where they are and just drop on the floor and cause a massive massive racket. But um, yeah, I do... I do think the moon landing did happen. I think there's definitely, I mean, I think there's an argument that could be made because there was a space race and it did kind of mean a lot to, to people back then. Yeah. Uh, who could land on the big cheese hmm. before the other person or other sort of race. But yeah, yeah, I think that the moon landing, there's, there's, the problem is with just any, any sort of landers or any expeditions to space, the amount that go wrong, yeah. like the amount that explode... It's or a very high risk thing, like fifty pieces of water, crash but... land. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because I have all these astronauts that, uh, well, astronauts and all these sort of space age scientists who get paid quite a bit of money and get access to this great technology and do all the calculations, and then there's still a fifty-fifty chance, pretty much, as if it'll just blow up within the first minute. Because, like, for example, I presume you've all heard of Challenger. Yep. The, the NASA yeah. rocket that blew up. One of them. And that the reason that blew up was because I think it was like the O-ring seals on the side of the spacecraft like frozen and that pretty much tore off the, some kind of insulation um, that sort of the wind started buffering the aircraft and that sort of blew it off course and therefore the, the fuel pretty much ignited and exploded and like the fact that you can do calculations and you can take years on trying to build a rocket for it to explode within the first minute is is kind of funny in a sense because like think about how much money literally go up in flames like probably a few billion (laughs) exactly to to go up in flames and and cost people's lives as well just just to say i wouldn't want to do it again like that's the thing like if i was one being like yeah can you just try out my space rocket going to space and it blows up I wouldn't be like, yeah, I'm going to do that again. Kill yeah. some more people. Imagine imagine <laughs> if you dropped out at the last second. You're like, oh yeah, let, let the other person go. I'm not feeling well. That must spook you out. I mean, that's happened to people before. Stuff like um, stuff like 9-11, when people were like late for like five minutes. Like you've got, that's that's how stuff like religion must I mean, be like Late to the flight. That's my mean. theory. It's not a conspiracy theory. But... Well, so like, They'd be late to either the I think flight. Seth MacFarlane was, was one on of the them. flight. That I remember. Were late. Yeah, there was some people, some people who were actually um, like late or forgot the key, the house yeah. keys or something, or car keys to to get to the trade center. And like that, like that would be enough to for me to believe there was some kind of higher power because it doesn't feel like much until you were actually in that situation, I guess. Fortunately, I haven't been in a situation yeah. like that. Uh, I don't think any of us have, but it must be very powerful, and you must like that pro- must miss, uh, mess with your head. I was guilty mm-hmm. right a lot. I can only imagine. I disconnected for a little bit. Are we talking about nine yeah, hours? I realize uh, James is no longer in the recording. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I but I'm back, back now. <laughs> so <it's fine. laughs> back to space missions with uh, so NASA. Kim, you was like. Do you want to go to Mars? 
for the rest of your life? Would you go to Mars for the rest of your life? Uh, well, there's not much there. But obviously, yeah, yeah, but they would present of all of these, yeah. all the. Cool I don't know, technology. like the Martian like, movie. That's the thing. I don't know life. because it's like, would you give up basically everything you know to have, a, you know, to try and get to another planet? Like, yeah, like even the moon, the, the moon's cool like what, like two hundred thirty thousand miles away or something. Like Mars, like three days, isn't it? Yeah, Mars. Like, I think it would take about a week to fly to Mars. I thought it was like a couple of months. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. I thought it was a yeah. I'm going to look it up. We're, we're top scientists here. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll yeah, fact, check. fact check. Pull that up, Ben. But, like, uh, I would seven months. Never mind. I said a week. You know. A week. <laughs> the speed I'll fly it would be, but... Uh, yeah. So, that's, like... Okay, so that's at least, like, over two... Over a year of just getting there and back, but it's, you're not guaranteed to get back. But what would Do you think? Do you think the going back and, like, the plans? Yeah. Yeah, the like trying the one to try and yeah. establish a colony just, or something. It's weird though, just to be like, yeah, Digitized. sorry, I'm uh, I'm not going to be back to work. I'm uh, going to Mars forever. So, good luck. What? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, going to Mars. Yeah, going to Mars. But it's just like. But yeah, James, touch on what you said. Apologies for interrupting. This is the problem with uh, doing. Yeah, it for... it's just lag. Internet, by the way, we wouldn't do that. I'd be in my million-dollar studio <laughs> if it wasn't for COVID. Um, but when James, you touched on nine yeah. eleven, I think that has got some theories. Um, it is a sensitive. I agree. Uh, topic amongst people, but you know we're, we're all good members of society here, um, and we don't disrespect anyone when we mention any of these theories or mention anything such as as um, challenger or. Just any death, really. We're trying to avoid it, but it is interesting, unfortunately, to talk about sometimes. But the the idea of, of 9-11 being an inside job was that the government were involved in, in some kind of way. Um, and, you know, the these planes weren't actually commercial planes and had nobody on. And, you know, the, yeah. there are variations when the theory is so big. Like, some people believe that, you know, that the hijackers weren't, able to actually fly those planes because they failed. I think the the guy who was running uh, some kind of flight training program a couple of weeks ago, these hijackers allegedly went and uh, did some training and they said this instructor said they were the worst guys he's ever seen. So in two weeks or whatever to be able to fly a plane, yeah. you know, a commercial airliner and actually to hijack it and to uh, at the same time to still fly it was, was questionable and there was there was so, so many little intricacies that were were just wrong. You know, building seven. Yeah, building seven. If anyone's heard of building seven here, but the idea that that was, that was pretty much owned by uh, Rumsfeld, who, I think owned, it was some high-ranking official. This is a problem when you're not doing it uh, theories twenty-four-seven. But I'm going off memory here, and building several seven went down like. A few hours after the twin towers, and it looked like a controlled yeah. demolition. And it, um, it, it, yeah, honestly, if you actually watch the video, it is the most. <laughs> it's it's so obvious. It, it's a dem. It's a controlled demolition. Yeah. The way it falls, it doesn't you know fall like all all messy. It just goes. It's like a pancake. It's like a tower of pancakes just going mm-hmm. down and just gets compressed. And it's 
it is it is shocking, and there was apparently the debris of like the the twin towers was taken on trucks and disposed of, and one guy went and took a, a lunch break and was fired from his job because you know what you don't know what's in these sort of in these in the debris. Like, why would he be fired for taking a lunch break? If if you, if you took like knocked a building down next to my house, for example, let's say, and took debris away. You know, people aren't going to be like, oh, hang on, we knew yeah. you were on your lunch break. You're fired. And, you know, when when 9-11, if you ask your parents, for example, or any any sort of person over about, I'd say, 30, who you know, and ask them, where were you when 9-11 yeah. happened? They'll give you an answer. Like, I've I've asked my parents that before, and they... They both knew where they were, and they described yeah, what exa- exactly what happened at home. I think, but they were saying like it's one of those things that takes over the news. Like everything that was on stopped and <laughs> went to this, you know. So, I, 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 yeah, I think I don't think it was an inside job, but I just feel like it. It's definitely like... there's lots of there's lots. And there of always theories. will be. Like that's the thing. And everything you, you cannot you cannot prove or disprove mm-hmm. anything logically, really. Go on, James. What were you saying um, before? I just, it's one of the things where there's a lot of kind of holes to poke at to kind of be because I don't think every single plan is perfect. Like there's always going to be kind of things to kind of pick at and conspiracy theorists to look at. I feel as if this had so many. Like the way the buildings come down, the way the firefighters were describing stuff inside the building. It was like there was charges planted in the building and stuff, and it was like... After there's too many differences and, like, kind of evidence to suggest that it was an inside job. And that makes us feel like some some it is up. Like, the way the plane turned around, supposedly the plane, um, no plane could turn that tightly. They feel as if I think that the passenger on the plane did die. I do feel that. Um, it's can't, I don't believe that you can take a bunch of passengers on board a plane and just take it across the ocean and put them somewhere random where they won't contact their family ever again. Like, but it is a bit strange how the plane turned so tightly that it was near impossible. I think it was impossible for them to do it. Yeah, they definitely did so some flight recreations. Yeah, I feel like the evidence is. I think that that's. I don't know if that's been done on purpose or something to feel. I don't know, but it's all a bit. It's all a bit shady and it's all a bit strange. And I feel like everyone says Bush did nine eleven. I feel like even if he didn't have anything to do with, it, he didn't plan. It, I feel like indirectly he did because you know what I mean. It's it was all about money and he wanted money. And the money left. left I think you cut off a bit there. there. Um, I just said that. Essentially, if Bush did 9-11, he, if he didn't had any part of the plane, didn't do it directly, he's definitely done it indirectly because he's caused it because of money. And the people high up, they don't get... Technology. Uh, what do you say? I'd just like to say, unfortunately, while I was just li- listening to James, my mum <laughs> rang me twice, okay? And I was literally about a messenger... And I declined the call. And then as I was typing to Messenger, she she called me on WhatsApp. <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't really get a chance to to sort of say, 
you know, I'm busy here. I'm being a professional. But, you know, talking about about planes and all that thing, you know, another one for you, I don't know what any of you think on this, is, you know, the Malaysians, Malaysian Airways Flight 370. Does anyone remember, remember this? Yeah, the one that just kind of disappeared. <laughs> yes, yeah. it, uh, it just went away without any sort of description. That, talking about taking over the news, that took over the news for a solid mm-hmm. couple of weeks, at least, and then recurred every... Everyone's it was felt because, like, there wasn't an answer. I don't know if they actually ever got yeah. anywhere. Like, I don't know if they actually ever said, well, this is what happened. I don't remember anything being confirmed or not. But what no, could wasn't it flying over? Yeah, it's just very odd. Um, Cause God, I remember ocean, watching a video on that. Hmm. Like, it just got lost in, by the ocean somehow. But... I don't know what happened. I don't know if it's... It was just strange the way that this massive big plane has just gone missing with hundreds and hundreds of people on it and there's no trace. Like, that, that, that is strange. Um, if it's crashed in the, in the ocean, would, but no one, no one could find traces of it, could they? Like they said the last time they saw it was like... When did the last time they see it? Because it was overseas, wasn't it, where it disappeared? Yeah, it was, um, well, I watched a video, actually, and the, the so basically a bit of background was uh, the pilots were both well-respected, uh, you know, the pilot and the co-pilot. I think the, the main pilot had um, a sort of, like, 20 years of experience. He had a flight simulator at his home, and apparently, like, the, the found coordinates on that that were near his home, and it was suggested that his, like, home home country um, he, he flew past his hometown so mm. people were thinking you know this guy just like whatever reason didn't might have like been a suicide thing or he might have actually been hijacked no one knows but mm-hmm. it was speculated at one point that maybe he was passing his his uh, finals his final place his, before he wanted to crash you know his, his childhood uh, mm-hmm. where he grew up his childhood home but I think there was there was also theories like like I just said of like a hijack hijacking and they, they found parts of the plane but they never found any big parts like they, I don't think they could find the the black box or anything like that they found yeah. a um, a seat uh, in like uh-huh. Mad- near Madagascar and you know there, there was I think it was like 30 parts of the plane they found s- separately but uh-huh. they could never actually locate the bottom yes, with that, uh, though, where the plane was like if they found like parts of it it might not have actually been that plane, though. Like, it might have been a plane from before that that mm-hmm. somehow, you know, ended up in a relatively similar place. Mm-hmm. I think there was, um, you know, how there's like the markings and serial numbers that every plane will record because the idea of when they do tests, they um, they'll do maintenance checks and write down the serial mm-hmm. number or some kind of code of mm-hmm. where, uh, model, whatever model number, the um piece of the plane is and I think that the tracked and worked out um, you know they got experts look at the age of something like a seat and the, the manufacturer and then they'll check with the airlines is this do you often have these seats but yeah there's there's no way of definitively knowing if it belonged uh-huh. to, to that plane I guess I mean they do all the checks and I think the last time there was some Australian like private group um, or, or charity that went and tried to find it they uh, went on like a, a voyage they 
they try to find a, a flight path. They try to form a flight path and, and find the wreckage, but they were unsuccessful. And yeah, it did seem to go away for a while. I don't know the latest news on it because it, it hasn't come up for a no, while. So never really I think they just sort of gave up yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things which you're just forgetting about, isn't it? And nothing's been said. How do you feel like the ocean, wait, where, where it potentially crossed, was just so large that it would be quite hard to kind of pinpoint it? But I don't really know what happened. I feel as if it's just crashing into the ocean and that's it. That's what I feel. You just feel sorry for the for the parents or like any family members because mm-hmm. like if somebody you know was on there, like you you probably won't know what's happened to them. I mean, there's still people who think like it landed, but it landed, you know, somewhere so remote that they just haven't been able. Like they, for, for all we know, there could have been someone who survived, but they ended up, you know, landing somewhere or not even landing, just resurfacing somewhere that's so remote that they they have no idea how to get back or they might not have mm-hmm. any money or they might have just been killed or died like you don't really know and and that's the thing you sort of take for granted like when you're in a plane sometimes <laughs> I, because the crazy thing is you hear all how sensationalized a plane accident is like whenever you hear one it's mm-hmm. it's in the news and there's theories that come out about it but it's safer to travel in a plane statistically than it is in a car it, yeah. it's also like it's quite scary to think like in a normal so say like you know someone was killed in an accident like yeah you don't you never get to say goodbye at them or anything like that but at least you know you've got closure to know that you know you're not going to get the chance to do that but with like something like the the flight is you just don't know you know they could still be alive for all you know yeah i mean it's it's obviously it's unlikely it's a, a plane crash but there's nothing to say. No, they're definitely not still out there somewhere. Mm-hmm. So in some ways, that's a lot worse. <laughs> it's been a grim, grim sort of oh, yeah. discussion. Kind of, so we far, started off it? on a high note and then uh, kind of went a bit depressing, really. It's yeah. sort of nosedived, you could say. Yeah. That was a bad pun. Oh, I just should, forgot. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Well, to, to try and bring it, level it off a bit. Hey, there you go. I'm full of aviation puns today. I'm flying. Um, <laughs> these are so bad. Yeah. But um, there was a... Thanks. Um, there was a guy who survived and, like, he got sucked out of, the, of a plane and was, like, on the nose of a plane. And obviously, when you... You don't realise how cold it is when you're that far up in a plane. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's pretty... You can imagine it's quite cold... When you're that mm-hmm. high up, and he, uh, he got—I'm pretty sure he got like frostbite or some kind of like obvious injuries. But he managed to survive, and he was like holding on the edge of like the nose of a plane. Like that's, that's crazy. That's, that's crazy. crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like genuinely, passengers on board. Yeah, like he fell out of a plane <laughs> and survived and clung to a plane. That's crazy. I never heard about that. I never heard. Yeah, I I can't remember the exact flight. I do remember watching like um, a TV program about it though. Mm-hmm. It's like there's there's always these sorts of things around in planes. Like, yeah, I remember it wasn't too long ago. There was this guy. I don't know if he was coming from like Kenya or whatever. I think it was Kenya. It might be somewhere else. Again, you know, this is what happens when you you don't know a story off by heart. But I think he he clung on to like 
See, my anatomy of a plane is awful. I don't want to just say bottom bit because there's a whole underside of a plane. I would call it the hull, but, but... that's a ship in it. So... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like, I don't know if it, what sort of place he was in. He was definitely hanging on the bottom. I don't know if it was the landing gear or something, but he just like hung on and then he just like fell off at the last minute. And you can imagine what happened. I mean, we don't need to go into detail because uh, it's just like. And he landed in someone's garden, which, first of all, must be the scariest thing ever. Yeah. Like, if you're sunbathing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully they weren't in at like, the time. But, I mean, even still, it's a well, price yeah, to come home to, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Like, also, like, you got a feel for, for a lot of people here, but, like, the, the bloke was so close. Yeah. Like, think of the willpower yeah. you must have. Yeah, like, I get, I get my willpower goes trying to, like, hang on to a bar for a minute. Yeah. If somebody stuck me in a pull-up bar, I suppose I in a life a or death situation, you know, you're gonna you're gonna yeah. cling on. The adrenaline's <laughs> rushing, isn't it? In... For as long as you can. There's a lot of adrenaline rushing mm. there over a few hours, but um, it, you know, we we'll go to current news here and stuff. You know, hear about migrants, and this person could have like had such a bad life or such little hopes that they thought, you know, the only way I can do it is to actually cling on to a plane. Yeah. But if you think, you know, you hear about these migrants crossing. Uh, the English Channel or something, trying to get England or trying to get Europe, uh, getting smuggled and, you know, if people, I think we take our lives granted uh, sometimes when you got things going on and, you know, you might have some some event that gets cancelled or, you know, something might not go the, w- the way you want it to, but, you know, you, you have got a home, you are in a good country. Yeah. I think sometimes you can look past that. Mm-hmm. I just remember... Seen a photo of the of the garden where he landed, and it was it landed on a concrete path, and it the, the, like oh, the dint it God. made was was sizable. I didn't see his body there, but the dint in the ground it made was like to the force he'd hit the floor with. It was it was like Jesus. I think the person I don't know if the person was in the garden or not watching them. I I, I can't remember, but. Yeah, there was just I just remember seeing the photo of the hole after obviously everything was cleaned up and whatnot, and it it was it was like if that hits like if, they, if he landed on someone, they would they would have crushed them. Oh yeah, they would have died. It, it happens like it happens to people from like fifty foot. Yeah, if you drop on someone, you die. Because like I think that happened to uh, I heard a story one time. It was some kind of marathon runner. Like they weren't actually running a marathon while they were doing it, but they were just walking the path and like. Or the marathon runner was doing some kind of building work mm-hmm. from a height because this is like back in the day when you had to balance a couple of jobs. Yeah. And they fell and landed on someone. Oh. And the person who they landed on died. Yeah. And they lived. You must be so guilty. That's mad, though. It'd be yeah, like, you got you got to think. Yeah. You got to think. Sometimes you have like maybe not a guardian angel, but some kind of fate. Like I'm sure there's been times in your life when you've had some kind of. Weird. It doesn't have to be to that level, obviously. I haven't landed on anyone that died before, thankfully, mm-hmm. and it's not going to happen. But um, you never know. I remember there's a couple of times when, like, I was close to missing a flight, and like me and my dad were sprinting to the gate because it says last call yeah. at an airport, and like it said, I'm pretty sure it said gate closed. We just legged it anyway in the plane. There was literally like the last two <laughs> spare seats were ours, and we managed to get on like. We cut it that close. Yeah, we did that one. Because we had to, it was in yeah. France. Uh-huh. And uh, we were driving from, I think, in Limoges, and we had to drive through this, like, uh, 
city centre to get to this this airport that was on the other side, and we managed to we managed to get on the plane at the last minute. But you know, I honestly thought like because you can imagine, um, we didn't really have any accommodation. We had to give the car up, uh-huh. and we're in France, and none of us speak French. Yeah, we. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> so you got quite lucky. No, but have any of you had moments of like extreme luck or fate or anything like that? Just while we're on the topic, and um, it doesn't have to be to that level uh, or any sort of crazy. I found a phone over one time when I was like, like seven. English GCSE, the poetry exam. Oh so yeah, that was extreme. Yeah, like, it was just the easiest one you could have got, and it's like yeah, it's the true. two it's poems like, that were revised. <laughs> yeah. The only yeah, two the poems God, that I really focused exams, on. Exams, but down on us that day. Yeah, I didn't do history either, so that was fine because of the history question everyone complained about. Yeah, I did do history and it uh, messed up my history exam. <laughs> yeah. See, that's an example of extreme bad luck. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a, a question. I remember before those teachers and uh, originally. Um, on the sort of coursework, there was never really any mention of Islamic medicine. We did it in year nine or ten, I believe. Year ten it was. And um, we asked the teacher for the exam, our particular teacher at the time, who will go nameless, yeah. um, said, oh, yeah, there'll be, no, there'll be no question on Islamic medicine. Don't worry about it. And I opened the page, just like, describe Islamic medicine. I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> like there's been times you want to melt into the floor and that was one of them I didn't even want to be human anymore just sort of like turn us into a liquid a meteorist as James would say yeah is, is, is it a food or is it a drink <laughs> that's the top 10 questions signs still can't answer yeah what is it yeah but I was lucky for that that I didn't get any bad exam questions really but um, kind of on the topic of kind of stuff falling on people I don't know if you've seen the video but there's a man um, that in I think it's Japan, um, he's walking to work. The man in Japan. Um, and a cat falls on his head, and the man kind oh, of yeah. the cat's fine, and the cat like runs away, like ten feet and just stares at him. And the man's kind of lying on flo- in the floor. He's probably in a bit of pain, but this dog with shoes on comes along, and starts fighting the cat. They start like slapping each other, and it's all caught on like CCTV. And it's so strange, just so much stuff happens at once. Like, why has the dog got shoes on? How how's the cat landed on his head? And like there was and like there was a woman stood next, like who was walking just behind him, just didn't help him. This man that's been landed on by a cat in the floor in pain, she just kinda carried on walking. And there's so much stuff that goes on. And it was just I don't know, it was just confusing. And I thought it would be a bit better than someone getting crushed by someone else and dying. I thought it was a bit of a lighter tone yeah I mean I've got to be honest you, you did sort of lighten the tone there uh, so which part are you most um, weirded out by the fact a dog's got shoes on the cat <laughs> fell on the man's head or the woman didn't help the the man who was sort of slightly behind him at the probably time probably the dog with shoes on and then the dog tries to help the man and the, him and the dog and the cat just start slapping each other I just find that weird the whole thing is just weird. There's not a normal thing about it. Um. Well, this 
I guess they could argue it's like a, a fashion thing if they just weird some pet owners away and like really dress up like cats yeah, that's true. and dogs and but also I wonder if like maybe the dog could have oh god this sounds, this this is a stretch but the dog could have something wrong with its paws or like yeah. maybe like sore yeah, it could be sore or something and wearing shoes might help them I mean it's different if they had like Jordans on or, <laughs> or some like Gucci shoes I guess but um dog. you know yeah exactly dog fashion show dog yeah Dog with Jordan. I have seen that video, or at least I've seen a screenshot of it because it was on Facebook, the most reliable source of news on the, yeah. on the internet. Um, and I've seen, I've seen those strange videos. Like everyone gets onto those funny cat videos at three a.m. Cat videos are great. And, uh, yeah, there's. I remember telling James the other day about this this professor that's taught its cat. How to react to human, human language, like so. It's got a load of buttons, and like one of them's like to eat, paw, stroke, and like the cat will just tap a button. Yeah, I've seen dogs then, with like, that as well. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of strange that the the human the sort of human bond yeah. with animals is. But is obviously, they don't really understand it. Crazy. They're not like. But yeah, they know that if they press like the button, they, like a dog, if react. A dog presses the button that says walk, then they know that that means I'm going to go for a walk. So, yeah, I think it's epic. Um, yeah, this is this is dog on TikTok that I've been kind of following for a while. And it's it does start to develop kind of things. It started arguing with the owner now and it refuses to go and walk sometimes. I just feel like it kind of just you've seen it do a lot of progression which I think is quite quite crazy how it's kind of went from just asking for the stroke to doing all this stuff to you know what I mean basically just arguing with the donor <laughs> I'm just picturing a dog arguing with its donor <laughs> just barking when it's saying go, go for a walk no. it just it just presses a button that is why and then no it's like no why Actually, Is someone playing Xbox? No. <laughs> Sounds like someone's playing Xbox. I'm going to expose whoever's playing Xbox. It's illegal. <laughs> Is it you, Stephen? No. Maybe. No. Maybe. <laughs> you know what? Stephen's making his virtual money. Am I? I respect <laughs> that. I don't know. What are you doing? Apart from not playing Xbox? Uh, just listening to your conversations. Currently. Currently. Well, I've got I've got some new conversation for you. What? Go on then. Well, you put us on the spot now. I'm trying to make. <laughs> I got I got distracted by I got distracted by by you not playing Xbox. Thanks. No one, no one playing Xbox. Yeah, we're playing Xbox before, and we're playing. Someone's playing Xbox now. It's none of us. We're just telling people that's not us. No, there wasn't any of us. <laughs> but oh, this is this is great. Four friends just hanging out, eh? hanging out in lockdown. I mean, there's not really a lot else we can do. To be fair, no, there isn't. Revise some mocks. 
Imagine revising. Yeah, you've got exams. I do. How many exams you got left? I asked you just, just a couple two. of days ago, but I can't remember. Two exams. Two. What Chemistry Monday, come maths on Tuesday. Oh. Oof. You think they'd space them out? Uh, I don't mind, maths, to be honest, yeah, getting them all done. Yeah, fair enough. Did you pick further maths as well? I'd rather have them done in like a week than wait like a month. Yeah. I swear, maths, I couldn't do maths at GCSE, never mind do it. Do it at a hard level than that. I couldn't do anything at A level. I'd be terrible. I don't mind half of it. <laughs> half of it? What, like, is there a specific right, it's like you split up like? into pure maths and then statistics and mechanics. And I, I like statistics oh, and mechanics, God. but it's only worth... Pure maths is like the pure maths, maths is I guess. Pure maths is all like the algebra and stuff. With stats and mechanics, oh. is basically physics. But it's only worth 30% of the overall grade, which is poo, because I like it. But whatever. What A levels do you do, Stephen? Yeah. It does chemistry, I think. I do chemistry, yeah. Maths. Com- I'm guessing them. Yeah. I couldn't do A level maths. I'm not that sure. great at it, but it's not like I don't get it. I just don't know how to do it again, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like in the lesson, it's fine. And then it's like, you know, wait like a couple of months. I don't know what I'm doing. What's the hardest thing you've done at A level so far? Um, I don't know. I mean, Ben's also in my class. What do you think, Ben? Is he there? What? Does anyone want to speak for I Ben? Don't <laughs> So okay, well, we'll uh, we'll imagine Ben's describing. Right, yeah, us. yeah, I think that one's quite hard Thank as well. Um, I don't know. A lot of the time, it's just annoying. Like it's it's like it'd be like, oh well, you can do the question via sketch or a graph, and I'm like, but I just I just don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. It's kind of oh, for God's sake. You kind of want to do stuff. Basically, my main problem with A levels is the exams. Like, because I I'm, I can do all the stuff in lessons. And as soon as it, you've put it in an exam question format, I just don't know how to do it. I don't know what to do. They use big just words. Not, not great. <laughs> why, why do they use so many big words for? Well, we'll get like, through it. I mean, less than a year left, right? So. Yeah, so not long left. Nah, they use too many big words. I hate exams. I think... Yeah, I think, like, the worst A-level apparently you do is art. Like, obviously, most of the people who do A-level art are doing it because they're good at art, and therefore it's easier for them, but, like, outside looking in, it looks like the hardest A-level. It's, like, the amount of individual things you have to do. Like, I can imagine taking other A-levels is already hard, but then how to do art on top of it is just a kick in the balls. Right, carry around your big, like, um, what's it called? Like, the pr- the you project around Stuff like yeah. that. I, remember. I don't think you can really learn it, though. Like art, you yeah, you're either good at it or you're not. You can't do it. <laughs> like my older sister took art, and when she was like younger, she was always good at drawing and stuff, and I wasn't. I remember in year eight when we were meant to be picking our stuff. Um, my art teacher went, "James, are you picking art?" And I went, "No," and she went, "Oh, okay, that's all right then." <laughs> I was like, "Thanks," and I was sitting there drawing a drawing a shitty <laughs> <laughs> Like there was, 
the last next to us was like drawing this shell and it was like really shaded and detailed and stuff. And I was there just like, it just looked terrible. I think she went on and did art and did okay in it, but like, yeah, art's only good for some people. I feel like you're either a kind of creative person or you're not. I feel like that. Mm. I think you can be creative, but just not be good at drawing because I think I'm creative in a sense, in the sense of doing media. Uh, you have to be creative to write articles. You have to be creative, but you can't. It's not like I can't draw because if you really think about it, a big question is like, what do you class as art? Like you could class, you know, oh yeah, I, I drew, but halfway through uh, my drawing, my pencil snapped and it looks this certain way. But I think this is a really nice piece of art because it's all really, you know, it, it's kind of conceptual. Quite opinionated. Like, yeah, yeah that's, that's, art is subjective, that's the isn't thing. It? it is opinionated. <laughs> Couldn't you just say, okay, your opinion is that my my work is a you, but my yeah. opinion is that it's a nine, and I'm the creator of the yeah. work, so I think I deserve That's a thing. I remember seeing this video of some bloke spray painting, like, what essentially looked like a child's drawing of a face. Its ears were all wonky and stuff like that, like, mm-hmm. and there's those people being like this, this, it, like, in the comments would be like, this bloke is like a visionary, he was ahead of his time, he was, he was whatnot. I didn't say it, because I just, to me, it just looked like a kid's drawn. And I feel like that's kind of what he was going for. I feel like a lot of people went, he's one of the only few people who can kind of capture kids, who can kind of still draw like a child, essentially, like without being a child. I don't know, but like art has philosophical meanings and whatever, like to some people, like abstract art, I will never get like some paint splatters and it goes for thousands, but it's subjective, isn't it? So... Yeah, I think it starts to reach a point when people just like, oh yeah, here's a um, here's a blank canvas. I did draw on it, but uh, you know, I did it in my yeah. mind. I can describe the drawing for you. I didn't actually yeah. do it though. And then I'll sell it. Do you, do you want it? I'll, I'm selling it for a thousand. Only a thousand, just for yeah. you. And like, art is art is awful. <laughs> if yeah. you really think about it, like the amount of stuff people do in the name of art. Yeah, very fun. <laughs> oh yeah and art the subject in England in, in our particular school I wasn't enjoyed really it fun because I didn't like my teachers I mean I got I remember when I, I did um, I went to the the school the school uh, counsellor I guess you could say and I I picked art as the subject to get taken out of I'd rather do the therapy session Instead of art, that's that's how I good art was for me. That and pain. usually most of CDT. Yeah, that was pain. CDT's cooking and design technology, and James did cooking, yeah. and uh, I didn't do it uh, because a I didn't like the teacher, and b I didn't want to carry around with the ingredients. Um, and also, I didn't like I didn't like um, woodwork because it was just it's just for okay. I don't want to stereotype the sort of people who go into that. But, like, the kind of people who enjoyed CDT lessons must have had something wrong with them. Because I don't see anything, like, fun. I don't see anything fun about having, like, sanding down a bit of wood and then putting it in It is kind of useful, uh, what I can see, with, like, learning how to use some of the machines. Yeah. But... Yeah, Yeah, I'm not going to use a... You know, I know how to use a (laughs) vice. I'm not going to 
spend, you know, I'm not going to make I'm acrylic. Just... I don't see a use That's for true. making acrylic. I'm just saying, though, can yeah. you Good bake point. a cake? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably, you probably can. can. I've forgotten my CDT stuff. CDT. Mine snapped because I got pushed into a wall in year seven. I made an, I made an LED light. <laughs> <laughs> I made an LED light that flashed and stuff, and it was great, and then... I got someone pushed someone into me and I hit a wall and it was in my bag and it cracked. Oh my it's god. So much pain. I didn't finish my, my phone holder in time, so I just got someone else's. <laughs> I remember. I had the, someone else's name on and the guy who gave it to us, like the, the teacher or the the technician, he was like, oh, here you go. And I just was like, F off. I just binned it. I, I think like, I've oh, still got mine. I can't be asked with this. I've never used it. Well, it's I've just never like, put a phone in it, but it's just it's proper. It's just proper shit. I couldn't lie. <laughs> like I would have rather done like gardening or something. Gardening's great. Or just like just like an an hour of silence and, and staring ahead into space or something would have been more useful. Because it's like the CD the CDT class that I was in. The highlight of it was somebody having, you know, blacking out in the class. What? How did that happen? Well, I don't know if they hit the head or something. I mean, if Ben was here, he would be able to tell the story. But uh, Ben's started his pilgrimage. Uh, I don't know where he's going. But um, what what happened was the person just sort of went a bit unresponsive and just oh. fell fell on the floor. Right. For about a couple of minutes, and they oh, came right, back. They're like, "Oh, my head hurt." As long as we're fine. <laughs> okay. I just wrote. But um, sorry. I just remember soldering. I remember trying to solder this bloody piano, and I spent loads of time burning my fingers, <laughs> and it didn't even work. <laughs> Only half the notes. Soldering. Oh. Soldering. I remember people used to get the soldering iron and like pretend they were vaping <laughs> or something. And then okay, the teacher that I had at the time, it was like this. It was like this. Oh god, I was in the I was in the <laughs> handicapped class. Oh. But um, what pretty much happened was uh, I got the, they got the soldering iron and they they started like inhaling it. And then this guy who was a Geordie from Newcastle, the Newcastle oh, area for the international listeners, was um. He, he was like, didn't inhale that. Give you cancer. And then like, everyone just. <laughs> it was. It's... We used to have to have loads of windows open. I remember when we were at the new build, we had to have both doors open when we were soldering. Because uh... <laughs> it would. Because <laughs> it was just burning metal and it was just stunk. Yeah, because people just get the kept like, resting it on the on the sponge taken out of the the soldering holder and just. Oh, I did that. That was great. I don't know why the noise. Like it stunk. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, it re- Yeah, and then it, it just, got all black. It it was. Yeah, it was like, and it it was useless as well. I think, mm-hmm. like, my shit just just broke. I remember it was just like the ultimate feeling of hopelessness. <laughs> It's just everything yeah. just broke. It just didn't work, and I was just sat here like, "How long have I got left before I put it in my <laughs> like, eye?" You spent like twenty minutes. Just, you know, just like, can I solder my mouth shut? <laughs> yeah. I always wondered, right? Why was the solder so hot, the... so high up though? Like, because all you're using is the lens bits. So why was half mm-hmm. it just heat? 
terrible. I never liked you. I've never liked Goldrun. What with birds and stuff, I'd get it was, it was hard. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like woodwork. Or... Yeah, the the Soldrun iron was like the the worst thing about that the lessons was like when you had to do theory because all I wanted to do was just solder and inhale cancerous fumes. Yeah. I didn't want to. I didn't want to, to, to sit there and, and learn about the history of soldering or whatever. We're yeah, it was good rubbish. How to program it? No. I remember in year seven, I changed PE groups in the first time there because um, the teacher we had at the time was spent, obviously the lessons were only an hour and 15 and we only had PE once a week, didn't we? Um, and you <laughs> spent a lot of the time, well, you, know, you, you spent a whole lesson teaching us the rules of badminton so we spent an hour and 50 minutes sat in, sat in a cold floor in the hall, in the fourth <laughs> hall, him teaching us the history and rules of Bampton, and then we got sent back and got changed again. So I just went and did, oh my did something God. else. I think I did Trap of the Inn or something. I don't know. That was quite good, actually. I didn't mind Trap of the Inn. It was more interesting than anything else we did in PE. I was like, I hated PE. Netball. The, what, what on earth was the point in giving us mixed groups? Why would you put us in mixed groups? I got told off in netball. <laughs> so I did netball just for anybody who doesn't know what netball is, either look it up or just imagine basketball, they're backboards and you're not allowed yeah, to move the ball. pretty much. You're allowed to take three yeah, steps positions the and they can't go lines. It's just shit basketball. Uh-huh. And I got I got like dicked about because what I used to do was just like jump up and like violently <laughs> shots to just send them flying and people just and you know the teacher was like you can't do that and I was like oh fuck I just did <laughs> you posterizing like, everyone on site yeah exactly I was like I was like 40 inch vertical just bam <laughs> smack him down it was so it was just so terrible yeah, I just remember news. doing what's the breaking news <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, Joe Biden is projected to become the 46th president of the United States after winning the state of Pennsylvania. We have Pog in the chat. Wow. Friggin' news. As we record this right now, the world has changed. This is history. Incredible, isn't it? I realised that my breaking yeah. news wasn't very dramatic, but... <laughs> it was the pause. I've got some great news. What's the great news? What's that? Nebby 14's yes. back in the building. Yes. You're back. Technical difficulties. Oh, at least you're back. Can you wash me? Can you hear me? We asked you while you were gone. Yes. Yes, we can hear you. Can you hear, can you hear me? I can. That's good. <laughs> I was, we were talking about... <laughs> We were talking about maths and A-level maths and we wanted your opinion on it. We never got it, unfortunately, because we didn't realise that you uh, went or disconnected. Just in general, or...? Uh, yeah, just how you find it, because me and James were, were saying how much we struggled. Uh, well, I struggled. James did a bit better than me uh, on GCSE maths. And we were wanting your opinion on A-level maths. Uh, is that much harder? Or is there any parts that you find just like really hard or really easy? None of it's really easy. It's well for me, 
it's just hard. You know, it's the maths. Like when you look at a question, the maths isn't that hard. It's just that there's a scenario you got in front of you, and you have to pick apart all all the scenario, draw diagrams of like triangles, make sure you have the right angles and stuff to get the answer, which is just, right. just simple maths, really. That I don't think there's any like hard, complicated maths, but it's just remembering all the rules and stuff you got to follow to get to an answer, and then yeah, that's that's why. So I, I was saying it's like doing the lessons is not not that bad. It's just getting the Getting the sort of right thing to do in the exam is hard to find. To revise maths, you need to do like lots of practice questions on that topic of words. You're just going to forget the skill, and then when you go through it, you'll be like, oh, that's what you have to do. It's really frustrating. I'm so glad I'm doing A levels. Other than that, it's great. Yeah, so I, I think we should, um, we should do this, do a thing where we, we teach each other. Lessons and have so like me and James material. have to do in quotation marks A level maths questions. We have to teach you some some video editing or something or podcast. Really think that we can teach you how to do yeah, We can't teach ourselves. <laughs> we don't even know what we're doing. Very different. I'll do them for you. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got a I got a five in math. No, I got a four in math. Doesn't matter. <laughs> did you? I thought you got. I thought you got a better grade than me. I got. A I got. Well. I did really, really well on every other subject. I don't want to flex in my mocks, and then I got one and a three in my English just before the exam <laughs> because of my because of my teacher. I'm not naming her, but you know what? She was horrible. I didn't like her. She just had favorites. Luckily, I was going to say. Luckily, every one of the English teachers when we were there, bar I think one. Were female, so we're we're in a safe, safe zone there. The f- female English teachers always had a thing with the popular people, and it was strange. It was the same in my class. Oh no, I got loved. <laughs> Lucky? I'm joking. Oh, <laughs> my my English teacher was horrible. <laughs> I didn't like her. I had her in yet nine and didn't like it. And then yet yet ten, I got a good teacher, and I was like, let's go. And then she left, and I got back stuff about the bad teacher, and then I just. Did lose and lose a revision on English to get better. Got lucky with the poems. And then my English went up. I got like a seven and a six or a six and a five, I think. Something like that. And then everything else went down, though. Like, my geography was really good. And then my geography went down quite a lot. But my English was good. And I'm not too bothered now because I got into college. So, I don't care. Yeah, my GCSE results were relatively shit. I mean, I've been over them, but... You know what? There are means to an end. So, yeah, you know what? If, I think if you got amazing GCSE results, always bring them up. I mean, if I got like all nines, I, I wouldn't stop talking about them. Like, every time somebody talked about like learning or something, I'd be like, oh yeah, I got nines yeah. and everything. But not. I only got. Yeah, I, th- <laughs> I only did well in my on, B test. Well, yeah, shut up. <laughs> 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 I really did well in nines and everything. What did you get in? What did you get in maths? I then? got a seven in maths. But then again, Stephen, what did you get? In... You know, it's good. That was what like the only Stephen? seven I got really. Well, I got I got a seven in maths and geography, and that was it. Uh, didn't get any higher. But then again, I didn't really revise that much anyway. So 
Didn't need to. I was, no. I was always that good. To be fair, <laughs> I sat there and revised in my life. I was seven and quite just a happens. natural at like GCSE sort of maths, just like picking it up and getting all the like marks that I could just like. I just know, like, I do like one practice question once and then I just know how to do it. A level doesn't work like that, unfortunately. <laughs> no, it seems difficult. Um, I didn't pass all my GCSEs. I'm glad I didn't do it. Same, I failed one. Which was Spanish, but I didn't care. My Spanish teacher thought I had a learning problem. I swear to God, I'd, I'd give like we give like this massive big task to do in a sheet of paper that was spent like all lesson doing, and I'd ask her a question, and she'd sit down with us and go through the whole thing with us. It was did my head in, and she'd always give us a different piece of paper to everyone else. Like I understand that well, wasn't what. So she give you? Yeah, she gave us. What she do? Give us a, a different piece of paper to everyone. I sat at the table, me and this other person, we both sat on the table next to each other, um, just on the table in the corner of the classroom. We got given different pieces of paper, despite having similar mock results to other people on other tables. I found it quite unfair. Ah. I hated that lesson so much. It was on last thing on a Monday and a Tuesday. I think it's because I started to fall asleep. That's it. Uh, should be taught and I'd be sleeping. Well, I was kind of like that with, with computer science in the sense, like, of, I didn't mind the teacher. Mm-hmm. Good good teacher. He's, you know, it was quite quite funny. You know, we, we embraced him as a class and uh, Steve and, and Ben actually still see see him every day. He's, he's your form teacher, isn't he? Yeah. I think. This is my music teacher as well, and yeah, got, 10. We've got both of the computer science teachers that you would have known. Ah, oh, right. We have okay. three lessons with one and two with the other. I see. I didn't like him. To but, be um, he, he didn't. My. It's okay. My class was was half and half of like just, just the genie, the geniuses who you just sort of. Unfortunately, you get jealous of in life who just like say something that like ah yes I'm going to use my extensive knowledge now to easily pass this exam. But um, and two, uh, three of them are actually doing this podcast. I'm the host. Uh, unfortunately, not a genius. But the uh, the the problem is with with my computer science teachers. It's like I felt like if you didn't get something like computer science or coding, if you didn't get it within the first month. Um, you were just like falling behind constantly, and it was just uh, it wasn't a fun time. Like I think my paper one, I did fair enough, and then paper that's... two was just like paper two. Yeah, that's the same cool now. Paper which at A just... level, I always think like paper one it. is like the facts sort of thing, where it's like definitions and stuff, yeah. and then paper two is like you are a computer, and I and I'm just not. So... <laughs> Coding seems confusing. I'm glad I did do computer science. I did media instead, and that was so much more interesting. It was only a B tech though, and the class I was put in wasn't. I didn't particularly like too much, but it was okay. I, I did okay in it. Computer science, um, coding is like I think it's something like if you like it, like there's no middle ground. Like if you're good at it, you'll just like obsess over mm-hmm. it. Like there was this kid. Who obsessed over it, and uh, I mean, I don't. I never really talked to, to this person, 
like we had a couple of really smart people in the class, and this this kid was was just a specialist at computer science almost. Like they weren't necessarily the smartest at everything else. They still are really good at computer science. Yeah. It's like what's it's almost like what's the point of you going to school? Like if you're that good at computer science and nothing else, just go to some computing school or something. That's kind of true. Or just write code for a living. Yeah. Like it sounds stupid, but if that that's literally the case, like if if I was great at, at like uh, football or something, I'm that good at football, you don't get foot. You know, you hear about footballers, professional footballers, do, playing football while doing the GCSEs or something. So it's the same thing if if it goes for computer science and coding. If that good at coding, just focus on coding. I guess so, but if they kind of want to just branch out with other stuff, like. I don't even know what coding goes hand in hand with. Is it maths? Uh, I guess, in a way. Um, I would just. I mean, I don't know why you're asking me. I failed the exam. I don't, <laughs> I'm the least what, reliable the source of information. <laughs> I just asked what does like, no, coding and computer science go hand so. in hand in? Alright, oh, <laughs> I'll translate for you. I heard James. I just asked what. He said. Do you understand the word I'll translate? No. Yeah, it's it's okay. That's even here is. Yeah, leave. Please go and join back. Um, so Stephen, he said, he might actually need another link. Uh, <laughs> anyway, he, James pretty much asked, "What's the um?" What's coding like related to? So, like, if there's any subject it goes hand in hand with, so like maths, no. for example, he asked. <laughs> no, not really. Your well, I don't know. I'm no like genius. Yeah. I, I, I'm not that good at coding. I know how to do basic like if statements and all that on Python. And we've done some like HTML. Like, we made a website last year, uh, which was you know decent. Uh, and we've done some other uh, languages that are a bit. Some are harder and some are a bit more simple. But I don't think it really is like, yeah, this would be useful in like math because it just isn't really. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, I guess we're just trying to grasp at something because, you know, coding it's, is its own entity. I mean, I remember the computers, well, not, it wasn't even a computer science teacher, but when a, a senior leader at the time, who's now uh, moved on from the school, uh, moved on a couple of years ago, just went in and uh, into our class and started just listing the binary. <laughs> it's like not much of a flex because it's ones you and can, zeros, you know. It's like you got well, 50% you chance make, No, you got 100% chance each time. <laughs> if you're just making a binary. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Yeah, to be fair, it's like, does anyone know how to, how to uh, do this binary in order? And then just start, they just started listening. It was like very disappointing. That's what send that sort of voice. It's very disappointing. I understand binary, <laughs> to be fair. Well, at least when it's like eight digits, when it gets bigger than that, I don't know. And you can have, you can have negative binary. Did you know? And I didn't know that. I knew, I knew how, how it's, binary uh, It's a bit stupid for works, me. In a sense, yeah. yeah. It is the thing. Sometimes you gotta stay sort of out of your uh, out of the zones. You have no idea what they're about. Like if if somebody asks me a list zero. binary, uh, now I just go zero, one, one, zero, zero. Well, one. yeah, it's still <laughs> correct, though, isn't it? 
Yeah, in a sense. Yeah, yeah I'm just amateur a genius. If I took the computer science exam now, especially Pip 2, yeah. I'd definitely get a better grade. That's Fact. sarcasm in case you don't know. Um, yeah, but but we keep talking about school here, but the reason is because we it's are something we can all relate to, really. Like, it's still fresh it, in our minds, six. unfortunately. And and that's that's unfortunately that's what we um you know how we really grew up, especially you and Ben. We um we met each other back in infant school, and you know oh, that was a, a class before. time. And uh, James has just sent me a Snapchat message saying we're having trouble connecting. Uh, I'm gonna send him another link. Uh, uh, no, I can well. just copy a link. I'll send it to him. Um, we have got. I am going to cut this off at uh, two hours though, because we'd have to make another podcast. And uh, I think we've been rambling true. for uh, long enough now. But um, right, just to test, are you still here, Ben? Good man. Do you want? Uh, do you want to talk about football? We don't yeah, talk uh, I think we you. should. Um, well, that's unfair. Yeah, I think you can well, give your you opinion on football if you want. Footballers. Well, okay, okay, I will. So do. What do you What yeah. do you think when you hear the word football? Uh, I think of feet. <laughs> what does and what does the word football mean? To you? <laughs> uh, not a lot, really. <laughs> it's a sport that is played professionally and casually, and it's uh, been around for many years. What? Well, I mean, <laughs> all of that is true. I mean, who? <laughs> if we if we're talking about uh, results, my team, Newcastle United. Uh, <laughs> we suck, but uh, nothing really changed there. We've sucked for like the past fifteen years, probably. Um, it's it's an unfortunate way of life now, isn't he? Newcastle fan, or you know, I'm not even. You know, I mean, the level of football right now is just it's just non-existent. Like, we may as well just tell the I lads. I did see. I heard something. Go on, no, 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 no. Mine's irrelevant. So I did see. A yeah, stat no, no, Nebby, like, come on. You've conceded like the most shots and like. Stuff like that when you set up defensively as well. It's like, well, there's a reason for that because we, as a as a football team, we can't defend and we can't attack very well. It's a penalty, and uh, yeah, or we just rely on one player. But that's like, it, it doesn't work. You know, you wouldn't say I just re- I, re- I rely on one person in this podcast. You know, it's a joint effort. You couldn't get. We rely on you. You couldn't get genius guests. Uh, yeah, I mean, I am. An, Actually, I, I am standalone <laughs> host of this podcast, but I do, I do have guests on though. You say Ooh. it's a team effort. That's how it I've works. I've two best podcasts now. You must, you must like yeah, this. So is Ben. <laughs> ben. Ben's. Yeah, exactly. I love you. I love you all. I love the guests. I love. I love the future sponsors. Uh, I love. I love the fame and money I'm going to get. I love all the listeners. I love James, who isn't here because I sent my link and I, I think his, his Wi-Fi <laughs> went off, but I'm just going to check that again. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I I think the time now, I mean, the thing is with football, it was meant to sort of help people cope with lockdown. It's one of those sports that was supposed to sort of boost people's moods and, you know, oh, thank God the football's on. Not for people in Newcastle. Yeah. It's kind of the opposite. Um James sent me a message. Thank you. It's not working. This isn't good. It tricked me out before um, too. I, I don't this... know why. Nice to know. 
I watched this, uh, I listened to this thing on the radio the other day and they were chatting about football and they were saying how football is now more of a business than entertainment. I think that links, and it was to, quite in- links to pay-per-view, the recent pay-per-view attempt. It was quite interesting to listen to that. Like, I, don't, I don't listen to football. I don't watch football. I don't particularly enjoy watching football either or playing for that matter. But, but listening to the whole sort of behind the scenes of football and what goes on and, you know, how people are like, you know, transferring players just because this player's got a big name. You know, people know who he is, even though it's probably not worth it in the long run sort of thing. Yeah, they were wanting to pay fourteen ninety nine, pretty much fifteen pounds. It's uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of money for for some people, especially well, you might have lost your job. lockdown or because of the pandemic. Just just it, True. yeah, you might have lost your job. It, it it's for fit again a football match, including punditry, it's like probably about just under two hours. Two hours worth of content for fifteen pounds when you can, you know, wait and you, you can watch a, a live stream elsewhere for free. You can, um, you know, watch the highlights on on TV for free or on the internet, and it just goes to show it's one of those things that's getting like extraordinarily priced. Uh, once again, like I wouldn't pay fifteen pounds for like an the actual matches around an hour and a half, and you know you wouldn't pay fifteen pounds just to see, you know. Uh, a movie, you know, without without going, you know, if you, it doesn't cost fifteen pounds unless you get like a premier seats. Why should you pay fifteen pounds to not even be able to go to a match, or fifteen pounds to not even like, I don't know, say seat in VR or something? That would be a bit more interesting, you know. Why don't they add things to football? If we want to see, you know, I don't know, footballers where the the semicircle or something. Or the, the box is like going a hundred miles an hour, it's just constantly spinning around and players keep like falling over and getting flung about like a hundred miles an hour. Something that would interest interest the, the, the viewer. Because I can't watch a full game of football. I don't know about you, Ben. Um but I, I can't stay no, awake half the time, especially when your team's rubbish like mine. But <laughs> oh, honestly, I invite you on this podcast. I mean, it's not like Villa were doing doing great until. Yeah, hello, he's back. Right. I, I, I don't know who else right. can hear you. Yeah. It just chucked us out before, and then for some reason, Stephen and Ben couldn't hear us. But it's all sorted now. Yeah, so it was really confusing because it's like. I, like sometimes you'll you'll probably hear that I like say something and then just don't say anything else because I didn't know if I was like interrupting you. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. Or you were actually waiting for an answer. <laughs> and I, I was trying to say stuff and then. So I looked like a bit of a donut. But you were kind of like. You've got to remember, this is all on your phone. So at this point, I just keep interrupting James because, like, I literally can't be asked. Like the first time I heard it back, I was like, "All oh, right, so this is how." This is how we're doing it over mobile works. Yeah. I've just embraced the fact that I'll probably speak over someone. Lag. Latency variation. It's about the content. What we just uh, talked about. Exactly. Is anyone... <laughs> sure, uh, I'm joking. Has anyone got any... Uh... <laughs> Uh, it's just right. It's just kind of mindful of the time and me and Stephen were talking... No, me and James were talking first and uh, we were... We went over two hours, 
and I'm just checking the time. We've got like five minutes left. So is that not necessarily closing yet, but any quick points anyone wants to bring up or make? Uh, it's it's open open floor, and I won't shut you uh, up unless I have to. Could, on the top uh, of the world will end one day. Well, I wasn't going to ask. On the topic of football, we could talk about what Marcus Rashford's been doing. He's a good lad, you know. I've heard that. I, I like I, of my extensive football knowledge. He's like, you know, he's just he's just out there. Isn't he? <laughs> he's just out there. Sounds like you're informed really well. <laughs> he's doing a better job than the government were putting that way. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of complaining about the government at the moment. Um, I was kind of watching this thing, and some made a really good point. Um, where they said the government have only put us in back in a lockdown and on furlough as soon as COVID cases in London have went up. Think about how Liverpool was in high alert, wasn't level three and stuff. Places in Liverpool yeah, closing. Yeah, three, one, yeah. Then there's no furlough for anyone in London, not in London, in Liverpool. Sorry, when they were in level three and loads of places were closed. But as soon as it gets down to London, it's all oh, put everyone on furlough, go into lockdown. It's like the government don't care about anywhere that isn't London. The way that's not south. That's where they are, it? <laughs> to be fair, it's just like. The worst hit places, Middlesbrough, Sunderland, Liverpool, haven't they don't really give two about. But it's like, oh no, London. And then it's just I don't know. Just I'm just not a fan of the government, to be perfectly honest with you. It's a tricky one, really. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> James is gonna join it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Marxism's a way to go. I'm, I, I will not trade Antifa. I just don't like. Yeah, that, that, that was a joke. Marcus Rush for legal reasons. Yeah, so he was like helping children, yeah. wasn't he? And that the government just good. The government didn't decide to carry on with free school meals. She said, like, "I'm just going to do it myself." And then... Yeah, because children need to be looked after. Children are the future generation. Exactly. You know, you cannot just neglect them. If you kill all the children, then life ends. Like, yeah. So. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I mean, I know I was well, on about true. like having to wrap things up soon, not wrap, wrap up not, the existence of yeah, the like race. you know, you kill everyone over seven, everyone that's over seventy right now, and the world's Life fine. It's not fine. Be a bit, bit you know, a bit sad, but <laughs> just a bit. You know, you can still. You can still continue, yeah. whereas you, you know you kill the younger generation. That's life. So you've got to you've got to make sure they're brought in this world just as good as everyone else has. You know, you've got to make sure that. They experience the true life that they're supposed to have. I agree. And people always say this thing about the free school meals that are not doing them because, oh yeah, because the parents will be spending money on drugs and alcohol and whatnot. But you can't pick your parents. Do you know what I mean? It's not the kid's fault. I, I agree. It's not it, the it, kid's fault that yeah. the, their parents are spending money on, on stuff that isn't a necessity and neglecting their child. Do you know what I mean? You should still be eligible for... To get free school meals, and I'll be like, "Well, the it's the parents' fault. Well, it is probably the parents' fault, but the kid shouldn't face the consequences of something that isn't their fault." And I just feel like, so if you've got a kid, right? That is like, imagine the government just saying that. Well, you shouldn't spend money on drugs and alcohol, and said you should look after the kid. But stuff like ejection exists, and it is the parents' fault in that case. But you shouldn't just be like, well, let's just starve the kids, essentially. The kid that has parents like that because they can't help what family you're brought into. 
I think that's that's a good place to wrap it up because I'm also looking at the time. Um, does anyone want to list the social medias? I think I'll be fine. Follow Matthew on on all the listed social media platforms, being like uh, Reddit and uh, and um, his 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 um his Discord. Yeah. Adam on Discord. Yeah, he's, he's an admin of. <laughs> oh great. I mean, I was more thinking of your own social media I mean, rather than mine. Quite but, a few uh, Reddit comments. Yeah, you, my social media will be in the bio. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew's a true Reddit admin in our slash phone. Well, I'm Stephen Bean, so you know if you basically yeah. That's all you need to know about Stephen yeah, James. I'm a is, uh, James doesn't get a list of social media now because he just said I'm on Reddit and I don't actually. Uh, monitor so, yep. theory. thank you for listening everyone uh, please listen to love any you all. future episodes Goodbye. got five seconds now so please join in the next episode love you all ta